Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the ocean state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, everyone. Happy week leading up to the big day. Big day that St. Nick is coming to everyone's house. Not Nick, the podcast host. Yeah, not me. Not him. St. Nick. Santa Claus, guys. Santa- I am not coming to all your houses. <laughs> if you hear Unless you count your, right now. You, hear you can knock, hear me. If you hear a knock on your door and it's Nick, don't answer it. It's, 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 it's a ghost Nick. It'll be like my car is broken down. Nobody wants to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If it's real Nick, answer it. But no, St. Nick is coming, which is so exciting. Um, and I feel like we have a great episode um, to lead you into like a fun holiday season. We were joined by Greg, the director of sales of Whalers. Um, you know Whalers. Whalers is a brew brewing company with a top. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Can I talk? A tap house. Tap. Is that the right word? Tap, tap room. Tap room. Yeah. Tap room in. Um, where is that located? Westerly? Yeah, South Kingston. Sound, thank you, South Kingston. Guys, you know that I don't know anything about South County. but I say it at the end of the episode anyway. Um, thank you, Nick. Um, you always have our back. Thanks. Try it. Um, but, so we had Greg here, and honestly, he was one of the easiest person or people to like talk to. He just he just radiated this like beautiful, happy, lovely energy and getting to learn a little bit about his backstory, how he started with whalers, where he's at now. It was like really fun. And I just think um, if you've never met Greg or never go, just go to whalers and hope that he comes because he's worth, it's worth going there to wait. (laughs) He's so lovely. It was just an amazing conversation. I loved it. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, It kind of just worked out too that uh, so we were talking to Greg today, obviously, um, but we've also been talking with whalers. Yeah. uh, So this will be something for you to keep your eye out on or Mm -hmm. keep your ears open on. Uh, We'll talk about it again on this podcast, but uh, we do talk about it in this episode. Uh, Sometime (laughs) uh, end of June, we'll be having uh, we'll be sponsoring and throwing a a event party at at whalers Whalers. um, to celebrate. The fifteenth year of uh, So Rhode Island, So Summer. Um, it's gonna be amazing collaboration there, yeah. and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So and just... we love Whalers. We yeah. love Whalers because they have um, beverages for all. Like they have sel- hard seltzers, they have their beers. They always have great food trucks. They have great um, performances. They have cornhole. It's just a place that you can go and you can really vibe and chill out. You can bring your dog, you bring your kid. You can just have fun. And yeah, Greg was so fun because we've learned. We learned. We knew that he was a sales the director of sales. Um, but we got to hear how he got to that role and how he really navigated and learned how to just like freaking kill it at selling amazing beer. It yeah. was insane. Yeah. I, it was a fun story and uh, salespeople are um, notoriously good to talk to about yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of stuff because mm-hmm. they have their pitch ready anyway. So they know what you need to know about the the product yep. and you know while he's not the expert in the brewing process he can answer most of the questions on uh the beers themselves and what they taste like and you know the history yeah. of the company and i all will that say this stuff. about greg even obviously he's a salesperson and salespeople are incredible greg was like one of the most like uh what's the word like organic like all of his everything he was saying like it just i don't know he had just had a great <clears throat> his i don't know i just 
He was great. I loved him. <laughs> come back, Greg. We Sasha's want you to come back. We want you to come back. Um, but yeah, it's a great episode. Uh, it's you know pushing on to a longer one. Uh, yeah. So we're going to let y'all uh, get to it and let you listen. And, and I have a tickle in my throat, so I need to go cough. And Sasha needs to cough. So, Sorry, guys. Uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, check out Whalers. Go to their tap room. Um, and you know, have, have a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. Have we a, love you have guys. Have a great holiday. And, uh, Merry enjoy. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Quest directions, you'd be yes. flipping the page. Oh my, yeah. my first oh my job out of high school was working for a like a basically in a warehouse for a company that did like wholesale like home goods related yeah. stuff, and that was during like the end of MapQuest and the first iPhone. Mm-hmm. So like oh. I remember getting the first iPhone while I worked there. Oh, and then exciting. like the idea of like oh, it was a really bad GPS at the time. Yeah, but the yeah, idea yeah, of like of the GPS being in your phone, like, put you like, into Whoa. the water. Like, oh yeah. yeah, I always loved yeah. like when you would, when and I think to this day it's still that way. When you go to Boston, like to go to the airport, and you're under that tunnel, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, but it also is like we're underwater right now. Like you're in the water. My, Isn't that so? My weird? wife will get a kick out of this because I we, I spend a lot of time selling beer in Boston. Yeah, now. Um, amazing. It's yeah, it's different. Um Quick fun fact, there are more draft lines in Boston alone than all of Rhode Island. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I was, like I was, I was shook Boston. when I heard that. Just in Boston. That's yep. crazy. Yep. In the entirety of the state of Rhode Island? Yes. Whoa. That that's is, nuts. Yeah, that's what I was told about five years ago, and I've all, it's always been in the back of my mind. Wow. So that's that's where we that. are now. Yeah. I, believe, I mean, I guess I have But I, I was driving up there. It was after a long week of selling beer and um, just hectic, you know, beer salesman mayhem. Yeah. And um. Uh, I was trying to come home. I, I, no, I actually had a meeting uh, down in Dorchester and my GPS just stopped working. Oh boy. It just stopped. And I called my wife in a panic and she was looking on her phone and like trying, I was reading off what streets, what I was in front Directing of. She's on you. Google street view. Oh she was like God. the captain and uh, <laughs> she bailed me out. So thank you, Brooke. Oh I love my you. God. That's literally, that's your <laughs> I was having life. a meltdown. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And that, like, that area, I know you're not directly in Boston, but, like, I went to college in Boston, and then I lived in, like, Alston. I had spent some time in mm-hmm. Somerville, all that stuff. Anywhere around there is so confusing. Yes. It's so yeah. confusing. Especially being from, like, a tiny little state where, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know if you're going north or south, and you can figure it out mm-hmm. as you go. You're going to pull over to a gas station and be like, what landmark? What what landmine? What landmark can I look for to get yeah. to my location? Yeah. They're gonna be like the Dunkin' Donuts on the corner. That right used there. to be there. That yeah, used, that to, be used there. to be there. That's there. not there anymore. It used to be a Benny's. Yeah, it used to be In and Hope. Now it's a Benny's. You realize you're from Rhode Island really quickly up there when you're trying to navigate oh, yeah. that traffic. Oh, yeah. It's just a different. Beast. Did you get there? Uh, yes, uh, yes, I made it. Oh I made my it, yes. god! What an yes. angel! Yeah, she is. What an angel! She absolutely is. That's incredible. Also picked up on how perfectly you said. Dorchester. I know. I loved it. Rather than, I almost said rather than Dorchester. 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 Yeah. Come on. And it's funny because you're, we were talking. And by the way, everyone, we're here with Greg from Whalers. Hi. Hi how are you? <laughs> so good to have you. Um, and I was saying that you're from, or I was asking where you're from originally. And you said you're from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and you ha- don't really have an accent. Not that I can hear. I've always noticed that it's, it is more prevalent, you know, when you get into Warwick and Cranston and Providence. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, ju- yeah, just yeah. for a fact. Does your uh, accent come out ever? Um, it's got to be in there somewhere. You, when you're in sales, you yeah. it's important to be able to mirror. Um, yeah, it's totally. just a it's a crucial skill to have. Totally. So if you're talking to someone with an accent, I think naturally I will slip into it totally. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you more relatable and mm-hmm. then more likable, and then yeah. hence easier to sell to. Yeah, I agree with to. that 100. percent I feel like I. 
when I went to college in Boston, everyone's like, where are you from? Like, you don't have, like, you don't sound like you're from New England. And I'd be like, I don't know, Rhode Island. Like, but a lot of people I grew up with had thick accents. Mm -hmm. So I really, at, there was a time when I really wanted to be a, uh, like a news journalist, mm -hmm. which kind of, I mean, I'm not that, but I'm like a podcast. Host, so I guess we're I, like, I, I you think know, you're on the right time. track, like, Sasha. Whatever. Um, so I like really was like, I need to make sure that I s pronounce my R's and that I'm like, you know, speaking um, like with no accent. And then when I got to college, I was like, you don't have an accent. But now that I've moved back here, I feel mm -hmm. like, like you said, sometimes when I'm talking to someone and mm -hmm. they have one, yeah. it like yeah. comes yeah. out oh, a little absolutely bit. Does. And I'm like, I can be my true Rhode Island self. Yeah. And like, yeah. What is an yeah, R? Mine used to just just be when I was drinking. I don't really do it too <laughs> that, much. Yeah. Anymore, but if I got a little that's drunk, one. all the odds would start going away and you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I love that. And okay, so you are, you are, we said this earlier. So you're very Rhode Island. You're very Rhode Island. I am very Rhode Island. Which, if you, can you tell your fun fact? My fun fact, my, 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 my brag for the day is I am. My ancestry has been traced back bloodline related to Roger Williams, who is the, the founder of our great little state. That's crazy. Ah. That is like, I was saying to Nick, like, we have an actual historical figure. We're going to call you that. We're going to call you that. I love that. So let's, okay, obviously, like, great, we love you. Like, you're, we could talk for like hours. But we were all talking before we started recording that we're all like, we all like, you know, we need to be brought back in to talk about what we're here for. So let's talk about Whalers. Beer, let's yes. Let's talk about yeah. beer. Let's talk about Whalers. Beer is why we're here. When did you join Whalers? So um, 2016. Oh, okay. September. Okay. Um, so a little over six years now. Mm. What um, were you doing before that? Um, I was uh, a bartender Ooh. and a uh, failing real estate agent. Okay. Um, I can, it's so funny because I feel like you'd be so good at real estate. That's what everyone told me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, no. I, I, I drove up to you know the the headquarters there in, in yeah. Warwick, uh, yeah, for a couple months and got my license and you know yeah. I made some good friends. Yeah, um, that's I nice. didn't sell a lot. I made more friends than I did sell and houses. Then money. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, we yeah. love that. Life is a learning experience. It's all about connections, right? Yeah, and that's why you were bartending also to supplement income. So yeah, I, I bartended for. Um, I know you guys have service industry backgrounds, mm, so yeah. you know I was in it for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, Locally, or were you like, you know, did you leave the state for college or um, I've moved away from Rhode Island. I'm a college dropout. Uh, uh, I me went, too. I went to URI. Yes. Are we high five? Yes, we are. High five, right? <laughs> college dropouts, baby. And we can yeah. still be successful and still help right. run companies. Indeed. So baby. I, I'm very blessed to be where I am. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm like most bartenders, I, I bounced around a fair amount. Um, yeah. Bonnet Beach Club, as I mentioned, mm. um, did work in Providence, Olives, East oh, Greenwich. Yeah, I remember, remember Olives. Olives, yeah. Olives was so cute. <laughs> Olives like, was on Main Street. Or not, um, is that, is that North Main? North Main. It's North now Main, yeah. uh, Sport and Leisure, Sport which is a leisure. great, great yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereabouts in East Greenwich? Um, Bistro 9. Oh, okay. If you know, that wasn't on Main Street. Um, but yeah, off the, near the, the golf course out there. Cool. Yeah, I worked at Blue for like four years. Okay. I yeah. you guys probably like I know the cellos very well. Yeah. Yep. So does Nick. You yeah, guys know right. each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. so, you guys definitely were at a party one time together, like <laughs> back in the day or There's something. little doubt. There's little, There's yeah, little I'm, doubt. I know, I know that's, that it happened. Yeah. That's so funny. So you were a bartender and then. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't into craft beer at all. Admittedly, yeah. I was like a, a, you know, Miller light guy through and through. Yeah. And, um. Which there's a, there's a place in everyone's heart for that, for like a light domestic beer right I, I fully respect i mean the yeah. it's, it's the, the the consistency yeah. is is uh, staggering what they do so totally um and I'd, I'd still knock one back if you put it in front of me hell yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um 
so yeah, I, I was at uh, actually Ocean Mist, um, and I uh, met Josh, Ooh. who was the founder of the company. Um, loved to come in and, and put back Long Island with his wife, <laughs> uh, girlfriend at the time, sorry. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of hit it off. Yeah. Um, he saw something in me, I guess, and he, he, you know, we're roughly the same age. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the owner of Whalers. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. cool. Like cute little craft brewery. Yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, you know, we think you'd be, I think you'd be great at getting out there and selling it for yeah. us. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of happy I was going to take over my dad's landscaping business. Oh, my goodness. Still had my foot in the real estate world a little bit. And mm -hmm. I was making plenty of money bartending. And um, so about a year went by. And then once they uh, were able to scale up enough mm. to really support, you know, a full-time sales guy, mm -hmm. um, they handed me Rise. And they said, uh, go get it on draft. Oh, my God. Um, and let me tell you, you did. I, I did. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's uh, we have more handles in Rhode Island than Bud Light does. That's insane! Yeah. Holy crap! It always raises some eyebrows, but it's something I'm very proud of. Wow. Um, yeah. It is. It, it. I feel like out of. I mean, uh, props to all of the local breweries in Rhode Island. They all deliver amazing beers, and there's a great. There's a space for everyone. Mm -hmm. But I will say, anytime we go to a restaurant, and I was saying this too earlier, like my husband loves beer. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying, he loves to also kick back like a Coors Light. Yeah. But his first stop is always like a local beer. Yeah. And whenever you're at a restaurant that's not like a brewery or brewery related, you mm -hmm. can always find Whalers. So it's nice to be able to support a local mm -hmm. brewery and not always just have to go to the brewery. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you made that happen. Well, the beer, the beer made my job uh, quite easy uh, in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's good. You know, it's, it's a super, super approachable yeah. beer. You yeah. know, you can, you can have a Coors Light drinker who mm -hmm. loves it and you can have you know, an a IP, a double IPA drinker who, yeah. who still enjoys it because it has flavor, but it's mm -hmm. still light, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything about anything. Mm. Uh, when I started, I had no no sales experience unless you count real estate, which I don't. And bartenders. <laughs> bar, I feel like a bartender is the best place to find a salesperson. Well, you, you nailed it. And now when I'm hiring, yeah. I love someone with a service industry background. Totally. I yep. love it. I was learning more than I ever could have in, in any school or anything like yeah. that. Uh -huh. Just the interpersonal skills, mm -hmm. uh, learning to relate to people um, of all walks of life. Yeah, um, learning how to multitask, learning to handle like the freaking worst thing that could happen at a restaurant and the best thing that can happen. Yes. And being kind of in the center of all of those things puts you in a position where selling you can walk up to anyone mm -hmm. and be like right at home with anyone. Make friends. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you're a professional friend maker. That's it's so funny you said that because, you know, for for the first year when people would ask me, oh, what, what do you do every day? I'm like, I just go out and try to make friends. I make friends. You know? I make That's friends. It. I talk you know? about beer. It's like kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Um, but since then, I, I've obviously learned the industry, and you know, a lot about and then I read um, constantly yeah. uh, every sales book I can get my hands on. Yeah. You know, psychology. Do you have a favorite um, one? Uh, yes, I do. And it's not necessarily sales related it's almost mm. like anti-sales okay um, but sometimes that's better it's about how to combat sales tactics but oh, it's a, it really dives into this the psychology of human motivation and it's okay. um influence by robert cialdini i think my husband just bought that book highly recommend really highly recommend okay yep. that's that's let's we should give that away for a christmas gift to our whole company i feel like that would yeah, be like an interesting go. christmas gift so that like obviously like but we can tell all our salespeople if you see this on the shelf at one of the people that you're trying to sell. <laughs> yeah, don't, be aware. Don't be, just aware. be aware. Just just turn around and walk out. Just yeah. walk away. So I think it's really cool too. Something because you said that you're a college dropout, mm -hmm. which I am too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you are 
a col- I'm putting it into quotations because that's not a great term. Who cares if you finished or you didn't finish? It's good if you're a doctor and you finished. It's really good. You should mm-hmm. finish college if you're going in the medical field mm-hmm. or if you're being yes. a lawyer or whatever. Yes. But in the day-to-day life, I think I've always had a chip on my shoulder that I'm a college dropout. Oh, man. You too? Right there with you. So like getting yeah. the books, reading the books, like knowing everything, mm-hmm. like that's is like makes you like even I don't know makes you even better than yeah I I'm I'm oddly proud now yeah same of uh you know that I that I didn't finish um you know at the time yeah but you you go through it because that's what's expected especially like I'm assuming we're all in similar age brackets is like you know when you were in high school like going to college like if you didn't go to college you were a dumbass. You're a bum. Yeah. You're a bum. Yeah. You are going to yeah. amount to nothing. Yeah. And if you go to college and you don't do well, you are also a bum. Mm-hmm. And if you go to college and it's not a right fit for you, you're a bum. Yeah. Like there yeah. was no other answer except for like you're a bum. I could not the, agree with you more. The, the, and I've, I think I've talked about this yeah. relentlessly on this podcast at some point BS. or other. But the, the way that the public schooling and regular schooling, the industry pushes you to do something that just puts you in a heap of debt yes. before yeah. your prefrontal cortex is even mm-hmm. fully developed. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Bananas. Exactly. But it like puts a massive chip on your shoulder and then you become so successful. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> and where where the proof of that pudding? It, it, it's gone well so far. Yeah, hell yeah. It's gone well so far. So yeah. you in 2016, mm-hmm. you met with one of the owners. He was like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You decided to do it. You didn't know a lot about beer at the time. Mm-hmm. Did, was part of your education like really like learning about their brewing style and their like that sort of thing or did that come easy because you could just taste it you I, I I'll be the first to admit I I am not an expert on the actual production of the beer I mm. mean I can obviously talk about of it of course yeah um, I could not go brew it yeah you're not a brew yeah. you're, but you, that's you know how to job. answer yeah. the questions that people are going to ask you exactly yeah. right Nick. and you've probably yeah. watched it happen you've mm-hmm. probably been in conversations of what's mm-hmm. going to happen next but like that's why there's master brewers because that's literally like yeah. their profession. Yes. That's what they do. They brew it. I sell it. Yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah They're not, yeah. not going to be yeah. the ones that can go out on the road and, and yeah. sell it either. Yeah. It's two Imagine. different personalities. It really is. One day you should switch. So, so I, think, I think the biggest learning curve uh, for me, because the actual selling and relationship building, frankly, came pretty Natural. pretty naturally yeah. based on my, my service industry background. Um. But it was the way the the distribution mm, works, mm-hmm. um, and I already knew, you know, how bars operated for the most part, working yeah. behind them for so long. Yeah. Um, so I kind of knew how to cater my pitch to different bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the distribution of the beer, and you know, a lot of the people you've talked to, you know, really focus on on the taproom centric model mm. and, and limited distribution, where yeah. we are, you know, not the opposite. We have a vibrant taproom, which is critical. Yeah. Uh, for kind of the nucleus of the brand. Totally. Um, but we have always wanted it to be, you know, like you said, accessible. to be in every bar. Mm-hmm. Accessible. We want to make a great beer. Yeah. We want to make more of that great beer. Mm-hmm. We want to make it as consistent as possible. Um, and just have it everywhere for people. Yeah. And that that's proven, you know, if you want to call it the, the flagship model, it, it's proven to be very, very successful. Yeah. You know, we, um, and like, okay, so I was saying before, like, I don't go to South County very often. Like, I don't leave Providence. Hey, I'm at Cumberland House of Pizza all the time. Wait, so. you like Chops? Of course I like don't Chops. Don't say that to me. Chops is my favorite yeah. restaurant. I, I knew I'd get a rise oh out of that. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Their Caesar salad and curly fries are the way to go always. And you have Lindy's up there. Yep. That's the spot. Yep. Oh, my God. Lindy's is over no there. Lindy's, yep. only Chops. Anyway, <laughs> so 
I don't like go to South County that often, right? So to experience, like I've been to Whalers and it's a beautiful space, but the fact that like you can live in Providence and still experience the Whalers product virtually anywhere mm-hmm. you go in mm-hmm. the city is so smart. It's so smart. Yeah. Greg, you're so smart. No, that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily my business model. I just kind of, you know, did the best I could at, yeah. at making it and at, at executing. Yeah. Um, well, you killed it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now I'm it's blushing. I'm now blushing. it's compliment circle time. <laughs> That's okay. It's it's incredible. Well, the the thing too is the um uh what do you want to call it? You guys did well with the issue of scale. Because yes. most breweries actually I know a few people who are brewers or work for breweries and a lot of the guys that own them just aren't even interested. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not dealing with that. Mm-hmm. The amount of the amount of extra uh, you have to produce and then keg and then yeah. get where it needs to go mm-hmm. and you have to be a distributor in the whole nine yards and mm-hmm. that's its own completely side thing mm-hmm. that's insane. You you really nailed it. I mean to go from I mean there we have like I think it's thirty something you know very vibrant successful tap rooms and that's that's awesome. Yeah. To get to scale like you said and one big differentiator with us too is we we produce all of our own beer mm. we don't contract brew like the guild yeah you know they contract brew for you know probably i don't even know 20 30 breweries i would yeah, guess yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. um we do everything in-house mm. you know we we haven't contract brewed basically since i've been with the company wow um and and we don't so we we've built it up mm-hmm. but to do that you can't have your production outpace your demand and then you run into the problem of your demand outpacing your production yeah. you're selling out um so you kind of have to you know go up and in steps. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, since you've been there and been selling, have you hit any major like choke points where you were outselling the demand or I'm sorry, you were outselling the amount of production that was possible or did you work together as a team to scale accordingly as you moved forward? There were a couple summers early Mm. um, before we, we have a very big brew house now. It's probably, I think that, it's got to be as big as the guilds. Yeah, um, it's, it's big. It, it's huge. Yeah. Um, so before that was installed, with the, that was a project. Mm. That was oh, a big yeah. project. Big. <laughs> uh, Probably took like forever. Years, years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so the brewers now are two of our principal owners brew every single drop of beer. Wow. Um, which is amazing. They're two of the hardest working people That's incredible. I've ever met. Yeah. I'm very lucky to work with them for them. Um, so, but there, yes, before we had the brew house installed, there were a couple summers, you know, 4th of July hits and mm, it's like, boom, it's crazy. Cans are just gone. gone. Yep. It's six days, seven days. Liquor stores are screaming at me. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there have been, I mean, it's not the worst thing when yeah. people can't get something they inherently desire Want it more. more. Yeah, um, totally. But it's, we, we've never like done that manufactured scarcity mm-hmm. principle that other brews do tend to, you know, shoot for. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it was just simply, yeah, we demand did outpace supply you know not not recently but um, wouldn't the um the so this is just from me working in restaurants and what i would assume would be your bigger hang up are the people who have it on tap because if they have to pull down a tap handle and they have nothing to replace it with they'll be like listen man i'll get somebody in here that can keep this tap handle yeah. on all the time yeah um you don't want to lose them that's another just absolutely yeah, but Greg's great friends great with everyone. Point. No one wants to hurt Greg's feelings. <laughs> well, that <laughs> it's like we love you, Greg. That's it's the goal. Yeah, that's yeah, the goal. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's a great point, Nick, and you know it's definitely something that we uh, thought of, mm-hmm. and when we did have those production shortages, relatively short, we would obviously fill the draft orders first yeah. and uh, and then you fill the cans because you know yep. for a liquor store if they're out of it for for a week yeah they they 
bitch and moan, but, but they're not going to pull you. Whereas you're because everyone your point, wants it. A bar, a bar would, you know, yeah. if, it, if it goes on too long. Um, so we've always, you know, shifted the packaging because mm. it's all the same beer, you know, mm -hmm. it goes in a can or a keg, yep. um, come out of the same tank. Yeah, well, once it's, once it's in the, the can, it can't come back out again. You can't yeah. take it out of the keg. Yeah. You actually yeah. can't really take it out of the keg. No, Unless true. it's Either. getting poured it, it into will, a glass. The carbonation will get screwed up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like to, to both of your points about like the distribution and getting it places in my, in my knowledge, and I could be totally wrong besides you guys and like Captain's Daughter mm -hmm. and I guess Narragansett. Mm -hmm. Like there's not really other breweries that are to the scale in mm -hmm. the availability that you are at. So I'm, a, I, I'm sure there's not a ton of model for you to like, you know, when you were having those obstacles early on, like to figure it out, Couple you can't the, like just call random people and be like, how do I handle this? Here. I mean, you have the places that um, I'm just drawing a blank on them, but there's a couple of them that are in like the Portland, <clears throat> Maine area that yeah. are pretty big yep. and they distribute pretty wide even to here. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Rhode Island based places. Yeah. There's not a ton of them. Yeah, I think... I think we might, in terms of breweries that make beer for themselves, yeah. I think we're we're definitely the biggest wow. now, um, which is another thing we're we're, we're proud of. Um, you know, Narragansett sells more cases. You yep. know, a lot of that's brewed out of state. Yep. Um, their tap room's beautiful, though. It's great. The, yeah, we love it. Yeah. yeah, we had a party at the one in Providence. Did you? Not it's too so long cute. After it opened. And then we're gonna spot. have a. This is a secret. It hasn't been 100% confirmed, but we're going to have a party at Whalers in the summer. So it's going to be. I'm, I'm crashing it. You better be I'm there. If you're not better. there, I'm going to be actually pissed. I will. The yeah, second I walk fun. in there, I'm going to be like, where's Greg? Where's his <laughs> wife with the sticker water bottle? I'm never, I'm never there during I mean, the day, but if it's in the it's afternoon. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely. Yeah, I'm absolutely six, coming. Yeah, and it, it's going to be so much fun. Um, I'll try not to track any sand in for you from the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you better not. If I see one speckle of sand, you're disinvited. You're off the guest list. No, but it's, um, I feel like creating, we always say, right, like that, like things happen for a reason. You get put in the position you get put in, like. And I know, I know I'm complimenting you and you're not like, it's not just me, but really it's like the force of like your sales background, the taste of the beer, the hardworkingness of the brewers that like really created this sort of like combustion of power to make whalers as approachable and as accessible as it mm -hmm. has it's become. And, mm -hmm. and you're kind of like one of the first to do it in that way locally, right? Uh, come on come on a little bit a i mean bit. i i have been told by our distributors <clears throat> yeah. you know uh, we've never seen anything like this yeah yeah blah, blah, yeah blah, you know their words yeah um, not yours it's just you know for us it's you know stay humble keep your head down totally and, and just mm -hmm. you know don't look left just look ahead look don't ahead look yeah, yeah yeah you're not looking um, at anyone else you're just looking at yeah. your your guys's product and where you can put it and people there, loving there's it. a lot of hard work that yeah. goes went in and, and is still going in to to get us to where we are yeah and we're i'm personally hyper competitive like no I, way I, love, I can't see that at all i love i love most of the people in this industry yeah at the same time i will smile and then but i will try to take your draft line oh I my god absolutely will <laughs> and and they know you that you gotta do that you gotta do that. that that's your job my that's friend. your job yeah Indeed. totally yeah. and i mean you're First of all, I've known you for like an hour now, and I think you're a lovely human being. And like you're doing what's best for you, your family, your business, your company. Like that's that's the name of the game. But also like without being uh, without saying it like right, like blasting it, like you are actually making a space for other local companies and local beers to spread their product how you are absolutely because when you were starting there wasn't a model for you to look at mm -hmm. how 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 you're distributing now and how you're distributing so mm -hmm all over the state but now other 
companies, other breweries could look to you and say like, hey, like we want to start getting at a bigger scale. Like, how did you guys do it? How can we learn from you? Mm -hmm. And you're kind of got like, you're like a light. There's, there are ways like, for example, Chip from Shades On, a we very, very Chip. dear friend. Oh we actually God. grew up together. You oh, did. Nice. I love Chip. Yeah. Chip yeah. is so fun. Yeah. He, he's awesome. He's so fun. His brother and, and, uh, is my like best friend. Like, really? Brother, yeah, and they're they're very close with and our Shazan family. And Shazan is incredible. That's great. We love Shazan. Absolutely great. And and you know if, if I see if I see Chip, we have conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I see his rep out there, oh yeah, who what's this guy's number? Who runs you know yeah. Cornerstone? Um, you know, happy to share it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Now, but like we're a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I spoke to that earlier in that we do everything in house. Yeah, true. We do our artwork. We do our packaging. Yep. We ship the beer ourselves, um, yeah. and we obviously brew the beer yeah. ourselves. Um, I don't. I'm not quite sure just how unique that is, but it's fairly unique for a brewery of our size. Mm. In that, a lot of them will say chair two. Yeah, you guys know chair two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they don't. It's 100 percent contracted. They don't even. They don't even really have a tap room. Oh, you know? wow. Um, okay. So it's really. It's just a brand. So there are a lot of ways to skin the cat, so to mm. speak. Um, our method, we like to take pride in in everything and have complete control over mm. over everything that goes out there, the messaging, and the branding, you, yeah, the beer. because it's all down to you. Then it's right. everything comes down to you and your right. hard work, right? Especially if you're that competitive, you don't want to, like, you know, recently no one could get tickets to the Taylor Swift concert, and she was like, "This is the I only, saw that. yeah, this is the only thing that I've ever not done in house," and she was like. And going forward, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, yeah. I'm going to figure out a way to do it in-house because yep. I don't trust anybody else. Yep. And that's kind of what you guys are doing. Not that you yep. don't trust other people, but like, it's you, it's your system. You've worked mm-hmm. really hard to come up with these procedures and these systems and these products. Mm-hmm. You, why trust anyone else when you yeah. have what a team? What she's saying is you're it. basically Taylor Swift. You're Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that will compliment Swift. when I hear it. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. I love Taylor Swift and I love Whalers. Also, something that's great about Whalers is a little off off topic it's not about business it's well i guess it kind of is you guys have seltzers now we're not now but like seltzers are in the game and that is like when i go to a brewery and there's nothing on on around for someone who doesn't drink beer i'm like this is whack like Mm -hmm. first of all i'm not and i don't plan to be but like one what if i'm pregnant and i want like a soda water Mm -hmm. what if i want anything that's Mm -hmm. not beer Mm -hmm. also i'm not a beer drinker nick not a huge beer drinker so like if we go to a brewery like there's not anything else and now there's seltzers now there are seltzers now there are seltzers now there are drift and they're so good they are good and everyone it's so funny because like people love the the cucumber one that you mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. and i hear, hear people talk about that all the time and i'm like that's so funny oh, that's that like, nice to hear yeah and it's like even my husband and one of his friends like got it from we we live like very close to a liquor store and they got it the other day and we're they were like oh it's it hasn't been there before it's there now it's so good like yeah. they were like obsessed with it that and that they could buy it locally mm-hmm. um because they don't always also want beer so right. it's were you well, around when that starts sorry go ahead i was just gonna say it's also um one, it's great because you can people that come into your tap room have something to drink, just like yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Um, but also, it, it's a smart market segment to get into because I think it was like 2019 or 2020 or it's somewhere in that range. Uh, seltzers outsold beer on the larger market, or people it was very close, or something. Mm-hmm. It was like so, so. If you have the ability to make it, like when did you guys you? start with that's seltzers? That's an exact. That's that's kind of exactly. You just really nailed it. You know, as to as to why we got it. You both did. Yeah. Um. First of all, yes, you know the Whalers brand um, is is obviously strong mm. and and well known in Rhode Island. 
but it the, has the, the cutest logo. The, yeah, you know, people people <laughs> love the whale. Love don't ask name. me his name because I don't know. Um, <laughs> his name's Greg. His name's Greg. It's definitely not Greg. It's Craig. We can call him Craig. Craig, Craig, yeah, Craig, yeah. Craig, Craig is whale. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Craig go, 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 go on about selfies. Um, so you know. To you, basically, when you when you launch something like a seltzer, and yeah. and to your point, Nick, um, yes, if you can do it, um, why not? As long as you can Try, make it yeah. something that we're proud of, right? Yeah. So, f- from my standpoint, it was we're, we're basically doubling our footprint because mm. there's so many people who, who drink just don't like hoppy yeah. stuff, you know, and that's largely what rises and everything else we do for the most part. Um, so you're really expanding your footprint. You're, you're expanding your, your customer base yeah. in the same footprint, you know, totally. with the same distribution. Uh-huh. Um, and then, then it just came down to, okay, uh, what are we going to call it? And, you know, what flavor are we going to do? And let's just, you know, perfect the recipe and yeah. get it to market. So it's, it's another one we worked on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, came out officially a little over a year ago, obviously the winter. It's, it ha- it's only been that long for some reason. Oh, it's I very it was, new. Wow. Yeah. And it's so uh-huh. good. It's very new. And it sells in liquor stores. It, that's it's pretty, it, that's we had good. a great summer with it. Hell yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Did you start well, with the cucumber flavor? Yes, we've tinkered with some other stuff. I we, saw we, on your website. We look forward to kind of getting some other stuff mm-hmm. on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to come to the tap room for it. I love but, uh, that. Yeah. But that is the advantage of having the tap room is you can Try tinker things. with things that just sit in the tap room until you're happy with them. And yeah, then yeah, they can yeah. go out to the larger distribution. Exactly. And also, I mean... Doing a, a seltzer, one, obviously we just talked about it's a it's a market segment. Mm. Why not get into it? Right. Mm-hmm. But two, like working in bars, <clears throat> bartending, uh people as the kind of uh, craft brewery craze happened. Sure. Um people would ask not just what do you have that's craft on tap, but like what do you have that's local? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if you're not a beer drinker and somebody mm-hmm. says like let's say it's a husband and a wife, and yeah. one of them asks, What do you have for craft beer on tap and what's local? And you can say you know, I have you know, whalers on tap uh, and we also have their seltzer, which is made local. And mm-hmm. then you might get both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People like buying local, locally made things. Totally. They really do. And they I feel really like do. you couldn't that's really. Not, that's not going out of fashion. I no. don't think yeah. it is. No. And I think it, it definitely magnified over COVID how important it was to buy local and to support like small mm-hmm. local businesses. And in in, in in a way, right, like supporting lo- supporting whalers is like you go to a restaurant, you buy their food, you're supporting that restaurant. Mm-hmm. But then you get a draft, you get a whaler's draft. Not only are you supporting the restaurant and what they're doing, but you're supporting the whaler's team and mm-hmm. people who live in Rhode Island. You mm-hmm. live, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, it's all like very, what's that word? Full circle. Yeah. It's, Full we circle. gotta, we gotta keep doing it. We gotta keep doing it. You, okay, really quick. This isn't beer related, but I'm going to ask um, you. So you said at the beginning that you liked like a, was it Miller Lite? Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yep. What do you like now? I just said this is not beer related. This is exactly beer related. I don't <laughs> this know why the I said that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not business related. It's not, bu- it's not yeah. business beer related. Okay. It's um, related. So I drink, um, honestly, I just want to touch on something real quick. Like the local aspect, like mm. when I was first going out, right? Mm-hmm. It was, yes, it's, I'm selling a local beer. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would be like, kind of shrug mm. and say, ah, oh, you guys are local. Yeah, I'll bring it in. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a world-class beer. It just yeah. happens to be made down the road. It just Don't do to. me a favor. You're, you're doing yourself a favor, mm-hmm. but you know, that was kind of like my angle a little bit. Yeah. So, it makes total sense. So to that point, beer. yeah, I mean, it, it's not like, oh yeah, we'll support our little, little yeah, neighbor. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It's like, we make really good stuff, so you mm-hmm. should sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, I drink rice. Uh, when I go out to bars, I drink rice. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of the drift. Mm. In the summer, that's, 
almost all I'll touch occasional beer. Yeah. I lost like 10 pounds. Just drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no sugar. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's it's, incredible. It's, and you, no hangover with that stuff. I love it. So that was kind of my go-to in the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm also a huge kind of a beer nerd. Um, mm. And this is this is obviously a, a, a new development as I've you know yeah, worked through my that. worked through my tenure, in that I'm the guy who will drive you know three hours to get to this brewery to try this try like, something beer. New. Yeah, I love that. Um, so that style I I love is New England IPA. Mm. Uh, I've been to countless breweries. I did my bachelor party. You know, we drove through Vermont in an RV. Oh, fun! All, yeah, That's just so fun. Hit all the breweries. Yeah. Um, been to Portland, of course. Yeah. Um, so the New England IPA and the one that we just released, mm. I, and I brought mm-hmm. is that's, that's my go-to now, mm. especially like in the winter, mm. you know, not going to the beach as much. It, it It's heavier. It's fuller. Mm. Um, it's, it's just hazy. It's delicious. Kind of like a fluffy round mouthfeel. Oh it's, God. it's really, really good. That's so, fun. so that's been my go-to mm. the last like month or two since I've had access to the cans. Like, yes. Yeah. So like, I'm well, like a kid in a candy store. Do you drink any cocktails? No, I don't. I'm, I drink like when I drink stuff, like I, I kind of like drink it pretty quick. Yeah. So yeah, I get yeah, into yeah. so much trouble with cocktails. <laughs> yeah. Learned your lesson a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> I so did. Funny. You know, in my twenties, I, I was a, I was a hellraiser. I, um, I love that. A complete we hellraiser. We love a hellraiser. Yeah. That's why you put uh, whalers everywhere, so that when you go to a bar, you don't have keeps to keeps me in check. It keeps you in you check. You can still get in trouble off rise. Of I can, course you I can. can fully of course that. you can. <laughs> but it, it's a slower trouble. It's a slower burn. But I, I was would, never I like. Even in my 20s, I was never like a cocktail. It's always like Miller Lite, and then I'd mix in shots of Grand Marnier. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Is shout Grand shout out Mike Devaney. Is Grand yeah, Marnier yeah. like an orange flavored liqueur? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a big, it's a big like bartender shot in Newport. <laughs> that's um, so, so uh, yeah, we just kind of got into it, and uh, yeah, that that's what yeah, we. A that's lot what of bartenders had a relatively low proof shot that they would have because if somebody wants to buy you a shot, oh, do a shot with us. Yeah, yeah. And you end up doing fucking 15 of them oh my night. god like, yeah. you need to be doing the, the 20 proof stuff not yes. the 90 proof stuff <laughs> I don't know why that that's, that, that's a lesson so i was slow to learn oh yeah yeah you're like okay yeah. i guess i'll go to grimonier i remember like what's is there a drink that grimonier is like like pretty big in is, is there something that i'm thinking of or orange like, what is what's one though like a popular cocktail with that in it uh, well, I mean, a, a lot of people because uh, it can be substituted for a triple sec. Also, yeah. like sangria. Um, so yeah, or like okay. uh, if you're gonna do a, a more of a a high end uh, margarita, yeah. people will use Grand Marnier Ooh. over triple sec. People put it in margaritas. Yeah, that's I was good. never a fan. I do love a good margarita. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if I did have a go to cocktail, that's it. It'd be a margarita, yeah. plain. I, and I like them. I like them shitty. Shitty. Yeah, I just yeah. want the house marg. Yeah, I like squeeze a some marg. fresh lime, put some salt, shake it yeah, like it owes yeah, you yeah. money. I love and that. I'll, I'll, I love I'll that. put it down. Yeah. yeah, salt on a margarita is the way to go. When people don't do salt on margarita, and which is my husband, I'm like, I, you're dead to me. I can't yeah, talk I, to I, you. I, I, yeah, you need a little salt a on the move. marg. It's, it's such a weird, a weird move. move. Yeah. I'm like, why are you? Do-? He's like, I'm not gonna like lick the glass, and I'm like, no, you don't lick the glass. <laughs> you just you just drink it, dude. Just do it. Unreal. Talk some sense into that man. Honestly, it could cause our divorce. To be completely kidding, if you well. Well, you've listened to our show and, and you'll know me now. I'm, I'm literally obsessed with this person. So I could never. The the, the salt margarita thing. That's a beautiful slide. thing. I'll right? let it slide. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I it's guess, a small price to pay. I guess. It's fine. Yeah. I, I just take his salt. I want all the salt. And I like a coconut margarita. Oh, I can't get behind you on that, Sasha. I'm Come sorry. on. I'm sorry. Not, 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 not a shitty coconut margarita. Not no, like with yeah. the coconut, like whatever, like that. what's it called? Island Breeze. With coconut flavored tequila. Okay. There's one called like one... 
1800 coconut, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, coconut. Sure. That's where you go. Because it's just faint. Just okay. Just a little yeah. bit. I, I, I'll uh, try one so for good. you. It's so good. I didn't get into margaritas until I was probably like late 20s. Because when I was like younger, I used to just drink Jose Cuervo. And mm-hmm. it's one of those, you know, you get sick on something, you just can't anymore. It was, Soco. I'm yeah. still like that with <laughs> Captain Morgan. Like I can't even touch it. But yeah, it was one oh of those. God. I got into margaritas late in the game. I was like that with sangria. I had Spicy Marks. You like spicy marks? Yeah, I do like, like spicy marks too. Everybody yeah. does spicy Tiki marks. Tiki bar down at George's. Oh man. Brian likes spicy marks too. Yeah. No salt. Yeah. Sorry. But like sometimes you don't they need put salt on a the spicy. spicy. Sometimes yeah. they put what's it called? Like tahine. Yeah. Is that that like kind of spicy? Like I think you said it right. I could Did never. It? Yeah. I, Listen, I've always wondered how you said that. We're that's trying. Not, it sounds right. It sounds yeah. right, right? And I think yeah. that is like a version of salt for a spicy mark. Okay, we went on like such a funny tangent. These are important topics. These are very important <laughs> topics that our listeners very need to important. know about, obviously. So no cocktails. You love beer. You love rise. But now you love the new IPA. I really do. Yeah. Can you, as a non-beer drinker, can you mm-hmm. tell me what rise is? Oh, it's an American pale ale. It's an American pale ale. Mm-hmm. That's an APA? Exactly. Okay. Yep. And how is that different from an IPA? I'm sure someone has told me this, but I do not retain this That's sort fine. of information. I've, 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 uh, I've told many people this. Okay, so good. Uh, an, an IPA is going to be a little bit higher ABV, mm-hmm. a little bit more bitter, yep. a little bit more hoppy. Yeah. Um, that's the basic difference. So that um, means more alcohol? IPV, yeah. APV? Yeah, ABV. Yeah, sorry. A- sorry, sorry, Al- sorry alcohol sorry. by volume. Yeah. So so a pale ale yeah. will usually sit around five. Mm. Uh, an IPA, typically, there's no official designation for mm. like a rule, what the yep. brewer has to, it's kind of up to the brewer, but yep. there are general guidelines. Okay. So an IPA probably be around six. Mm. Double IPAs typically start at eight. Oh. Um, an American pale would be in between a pale ale, mm. like, you know, so like a fat tire, switchback, or yep. something like that. And then IPA, like, you know, famous ones, Dogfish, Harpoon. Mm-hmm. They're usually land around six. So okay. we're at 5.5. Ah, right so in the middle. Right in the sweet spot, Perfect. I like to say. Perfect. That's, that's the yep. sweet spot. And It'll it's an get easy you where drinkable you need to thing. Be. You could drink a couple of them in a long-term period and feel fine. Where, like, sometimes if you drink, like, the higher feel one. Better. Yeah. You feel better. You feel better. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you can do anything. But yeah. You cannot do yeah. anything. Be yeah. careful out yeah. there. But, like, with an, with an IPA, it's higher. So, like, you could maybe drink, like, two IPAs and, like, not feel great. But then, sure. you know, drinking, like, a couple more of the other ones. It's, like, an easier yeah. drinker. Is I that what I'm to, kind of thinking? I used to be a big, like, stout and porter guy. And I would get, like, you know some of the random like 9% stouts oh or something. And yeah, those, those some kinds get of you beers hit you real hard. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy? Do you know that Guinness, uh, this might not be factual anymore, but like a few years ago it was, Guinness has like one of the lowest calories of any beer. It's true. Isn't yep. that crazy? It's one of the greatest marketing uh, slogans I've seen, or it was on a billboard. Um, and it has a picture of this Guinness and I love Guinness. Yeah. And it, you know, it's creamy, it's low carbonation. You can just whack it. Um, but it says, and it says this big dark beer, and it just says Guinness has, you know, 115 calories, whatever that's it is. Crazy. And then it just says, not on purpose. That's so <laughs> yeah, funny. That's great. I'm like, damn, that's It just good. so that's happens. so too. good. As, as but someone, isn't that yeah. weird? You would definitely assume that that has, like, the most calories of any beer. But it's also not drink. heavy. Like, it it's looks so like it would be. Light. But when you guys drink it, it's so light. Light. I've never had yeah. it before. I mean, they yeah. do make an extra stout, which I tried once, and mm-hmm. is rough. Yeah, you can get. Yeah, they make, like, a 6% or something. Yeah, but, yeah. It's low alcohol, too. It's, like, three something. A Guinness is low alcohol. I've had one one time. I went to the St. Patrick's Day in Newport, and I, a friend, a high school friend, like, we just so happened to be at the same bar and he was like we're doing that thing we Irish put the- car bombs thank you yeah, and those, I- those will get heavy on you and I quick. had to do it because I was put in a situation where I couldn't say no so that is my but only I mean St. A- Patrick's Day Newport you, yes you have yeah. to do a you car bomb it is a weird it's a rule beer, though, yeah. because like 
the, you don't even, you're not even supposed to call it pouring a Guinness. You build a Guinness. What the and hell? I didn't know that. That's actually, dumb. You can go no, and take official classes and be certified on how yeah. to actually build a Guinness. <laughs> and it actually matters. If somebody does it wrong and then somebody does it right, it does taste different. Really? They, they hit different in yeah. Boston. Let me tell you. It's like oh, yeah. all Irish bars up there. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the bartenders are like, very Irish, yeah, and so they, they pour a Guinness like you've never had it. Is that the one with the spoon? I'm sure Ireland's still better. Yeah, well, you can do, a, you can do a, art on top. Yeah. And it's a it's a two stage tap, so it yeah. pulls forward and it pushes back. It's yeah. like two different. That is yeah. so yeah, too complicated very, very, very for my small brain. Yeah, very interesting. So have, rise, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so rise. No, no, no. Matters. I actually do have a question. Um, so you were saying how you've been in mass like a lot more. Yeah. To represent whalers, obviously. Uh-huh. I was drinking a, an IPA in Connecticut at nine fifteen in the morning today. Hell so, yeah, yeah. Nice. that's the job. Listen, <laughs> for any college dropout out there, let me just tell you, you could have. Greg's job where you get to wear Craig the Whale drink IPAs at 9.15 in the morning and go on podcasts. That's freaking that's awesome. Just, that's not bad, right? That's just, like, just a normal yeah, day. That's to the have, goal. You know, working in, I had a, a local place that I worked at in North Smithfield back in the day and uh, we'd have like a couple of reps that would come in on like mm-hmm. a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning and you'd be working the morning shift and they'd end, just end up spending like two hours there. Hell yeah. That's drink, drinking for That's two hours. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I love that. But okay, fun. so you're going into Mass a lot. Yes. Massachusetts and you said Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So are you focusing now that Rhode Island has great distribution mm-hmm. and accessibility? Are those the next like Mass is next, then Connecticut, then then the world? Well, Whalers is so close to Connecticut. That's true. Yes, so that's you know we're, we're closer to here than we are Connecticut. Oh, yeah, because um, yeah, I mean to to get like Westerlies, Graysail is super close to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's that's right true. over the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we are in full state Connecticut, mm. um, and we're in full state Massachusetts as well. Lovely. Um, that's you know to just touch on you know strategies and and, and plans like the you know the the national brewery mm. the national craft is. They're, in my opinion, they're kind of dying a slow death mm-hmm. in that, you know, stone you might see out in California, yep. it'll just be everywhere, Sierra Nevada, like, but you see these lines drying up around here because yeah. of the quality of the, the local beer yeah, that's local. being True. made. Yeah, you don't see Sierra Nevada so, a lot that no, much anymore. No, you, you don't. It would have been non tapping, you know, 100 bars across Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was everywhere. Just not long ago. Yeah. So you have, it's everything, it, for me, it's going to be, you know, the end game, you know, probably like a regional thing who knows yeah you know sky's the limit for us for sure we Especially want to be we want to be as big as possible yeah um but you really want to solidify your home base first like mm. we're not going to ship beer to florida if we're yeah. not dominating connecticut that's so smart. um you know we, yes we are doing very well in rhode island mm. now right now the focus is boston mm. uh, because it's the biggest market that we're kind of a part of yeah you know, new york city is right right around the corner mm. but for now it's boston um, so we're we're applying, doing everything we can yep. to, to gain a foothold up there. And well, it's and cool because people know it. If yeah. you don't gain that foothold in Boston, you're also not too far from all the main breweries and you're in Boston. So mm. a lot of those are going to try to come down and, and take that area yeah. over, which when you go into Boston, there's quite a few of the. You see, yeah, you see you see Fiddlehead and you see Main Lunch yeah. in, in pretty much every bar. And then you have, of course, your Cisco's Harpoons and Sam Adams, mm-hmm. um, you know, being in Boston. Yep. Um, so uh, it. To, to be, I know this is Rhode Island podcast, but to, okay. to to be frank about it, the the response to whalers up there it's has incredible. been incredible. I love that. It's that's so great. cool. We love that. It's we so love cool. because if yeah. it's incredible there, that's only 
gaining more success for Rhode Island. You're right. And you know? when people come into yeah. Mass, now they're going to be, oh my God, I got to go to Whalers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I gotta- they can like, like, it's not that far of a drive. Like if they were going to take like a, you know, a Saturday to go yeah. to a beach and they know that Whalers is right down the street, like that's bringing tourists, that's bringing revenue into the state. So mm-hmm. like we want it to kick ass mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. That's like we do. incredible. Yeah. There's somebody that does like a Newport vacation and just takes Hell a little yeah. drive over to Whalers. Oh my yep. God. You could literally, even even though I said that I don't leave Providence, you could go to Providence and go to, you know what I mean? Like you could take a trip. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. see the ocean. Yeah. You got to see the beach. But I mean, it so. just makes sense to slowly puzzle piece New mm. England as you're yes. working your way oh, out. Yes. So. Now, and it, it's awesome. A couple of things that I noticed very early on mm. uh, in with, with during my time with, with whalers is um, we are such an awesome state and people from mass people from Connecticut flock here in the yeah. summer. Mm-hmm. So my, and we also have URI, which gets a lot of young people coming yeah. in from those States, New Jersey, Connecticut, mass um, that are exposed to the beer. Yeah. So some of my focus is obviously I want to be on top everywhere, but I'll, I'll pay special attention to like Newport, mm-hmm. Narragansett, block Island. Yeah. Just for an exposure play. I mean, obviously totally. they sell a lot of beer too, but you, when you're in Connecticut, you could be in Manchester, Connecticut, you know, an hour and 45 minutes away and go into a bar and goes, oh yeah, I had this on Block Island this yeah. summer. I love this beer. Totally. And that just makes, you know, mm-hmm. it opens so many doors for so you. So smart. Same in Boston. Like, yeah. oh, I had this in Newport last summer, you know, or, you know, saw this at my friend's wedding, at, you know, Belmare, um, something like that. Mm. So that has lent itself to, in my opinion, you know, really easing the friction when you're trying to move mm. out of state. Mm. Um, and you said, this is, it might be a stupid question because I feel like you said it, but I feel like it kind of went over my head. So like places like Stone and what was the other one we said? Dogfish. Yeah. The reason why those maybe like at first they were like so crazy yeah. all over the place and then they sort of started to dry out a little bit. Oh goodness, yeah. You think yeah. it's because the local yes. people started taking over. Absolutely. I so mean, that's why you're so deliberate on where you're going. Um, Yeah, I mean, definitely I think that their their foothold mm. you know is the, the further away they get has been diminished by mm. by local craft yeah you know and you, and you look at you know i think it's vermont maine and then colorado are like the biggest per capita yep. for breweries mm. uh, or the most percentage of, of draft lines are encompassed by beers made you know in that town yeah um so everything's just getting tighter and tighter and tighter mm. so therefore yes people do want and it's not that the liquid's not good you yeah. know i'm never yeah. never it's disparaged so dogfish 60 minute i mean it's of like one of the original ipas in america yeah and, um, they're great people but mm. um but yeah i mean you like you said, you know, people would rather have a beer that's made, you know, that they know about uh, in 15 minutes away or they've yeah. been to the brewery. They know really someone cool. who works feel, there. They feel like, an attachment. Yeah. Totally. yeah you they know with, Turtle. Yeah. They know Turtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You end up with the, um, what do you want to call it? Like the signature beers that'll stick around in liquor stores, like Dogfish 60 and 90 yeah. or something. Allagash like, White. Yeah. Yep. Where they're still going to be around. They're just not going to be like, at one point, you could find Dogfish on tap in a ton of places. And yeah. You don't even really see it anywhere. No, nah, I took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dogfish. Greg came to town. Uh, I did actually, I almost brought up Dogfish earlier because you were talking about how the owners are still the brewers uh, and involved in the brewery. Yeah. And uh, they had, I think it was a TV show. Dogfish had Did at they? One point. Yeah. Or it was a special or something? I know that they're, they're owned by one... Sam Adams now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the the brewer, the guy that owned it. Like he used to travel to get the the ingredients, and it was kind of more about gathering ingredients. Yeah, anything. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember there was an episode where I think it was either sixty or ninety, where he had an entire like vat, and he tried it, and it was wrong, and he dumped the entire. Oh yeah, God. yeah. It you have to go out because it's their to. signature beer. Yeah, and if it's not the if it's not the beer, you just don't put it out. Yeah, it was interesting, but it's like just 
that idea of the owner still being the, the yeah. head brewer is pretty interesting. Well, Sam, uh, Sam Calgioni is the guy, and he he has just an incredible reputation in the mm. industry as being a pioneer. Mm-hmm. You know, he sits on, you know, board of the brewers. So you know, he's just he's he's a big deal still. Um, and he they did sell um mm. to to Boston Beer, but um, I remember it was my first fall working in it and I probably knew who Sam was a yeah. little bit maybe yeah. mm-hmm. um, but he actually was at the Muse uh, down in, in South Kingstown and yeah. then he had a flight to catch and he was with the dogfish rep you know one of, their oh re- one of their regional guys and he was like oh where's there a local brewery he had a few beers he, they were like Whalers is right around the corner so he came in and he met Wes who, who's one of our founders and uh, Wes was like fangirling out. Oh like, my so god, hard. I love that! <laughs> That's so fun. I, I missed it. For I didn't meet him. I was out selling beer, probably. But um, yeah, it's always a funny story. I to love me. fangirling. Yeah, he's a big figurehead in the craft brewing. He really industry. is. Yeah. Yep. I love yep. that. Interesting. And his son went to Brown. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Look at we're keeping it local. <laughs> I feel like one of my questions that I've asked other like we asked Chip from Shades on. We asked the people from Providence Brewing Company. I feel like this, to the scale of what you guys are, maybe you've never experienced this, but has there ever been a time that you've tried to make something new, like something funkier or something like outside of your wheelhouse mm. and it either came out better than you expected or you were like, oh shit, that's, we're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I got a couple of stories on yeah, that. Yeah, Again, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. the brewer, but yeah, um, yeah. so, you know, a lot of breweries will, you know, rotate through beers really quickly, mm-hmm. e- even on shelves. We mm-hmm. like to keep things super narrow. I mentioned flagship model before. Totally. Um, we like to just put beer out that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with that business model because it works. It totally I respect works. And I love it. Yeah. But that's just not how we do it. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we still experiment. We still tinker. Now, we mm-hmm. you might not see it at, at the shelves at Haxton's. Yeah. But, you know, if you come to our tap room, you can try okay. new stuff. Cool. So the experiment, obviously in COVID, like the appetite for weird stuff kind of dried out. There's not much of a market for it, but yeah. we're always um, experimenting and, yeah. and playing with stuff. One of my favorite ones was they were trying to make um, some sort of imperial wheat. Mm. No, no, no. No, they were trying to make a wheat beer, right? Mm. And then again, the, if I if they hear me talking about the, the brewing equipment, they'll probably like <laughs> laugh <laughs> in my face when I get back. Listen, but you're doing a great they, job. They were... There's a thing called the mash ton where you know everything gets you know kind of um, they add something to it. There's grain and stuff, so there's mash in there, you know, a b- bunch of grain and whatnot. And um, it got stuck, like it got clogged. Oh my god! So it got stuck in there, and I, I raised the ABV way up. Oh geez. Um, so it came out, and they're like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." They had one sip, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is the best no, it was beer. really good." So it came yeah. out as like this orange flavored, like imperial, like a super strong blue moon. Almost. Oh my god! That's and people cool. loved it. Really? So we we actually kept the recipe. Oh. And yeah, and still, I haven't sold it in a couple of years since it's probably pre COVID since yeah. last time I had it. But yeah. yeah, we used to actually sell it to bars. That's it's called so... Tortuga. Oh, I love oh, that. Yeah. I remember that name actually. Well, Chip Samson will, if he's listening, I'm going to tell him to listen. And if he hears me say Tortuga, he will die laughing. He will? Like, long inside joke. Yes. Oh my God, Chip, that's we love you. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I'll say one that would that worked would just be the, the uh, seltzer. That's, true. That's an experiment that worked out great. Yeah, I mean th- that was uh, that was very contrived, right? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. this is what we're trying to do: make the base, add the right the amount flavors. of each flavor. Yeah, but it's so. Di- I, I know a few, uh, like I brought up earlier, I know a few breweries, and the, everybody's kind of start, at least starting to experiment with seltzers of some sort. It's the same equipment. It's the same yeah. equipment, but it yeah. is different because I've had the first rounds of seltzers from yeah. places and. It's, it's not great. <laughs> some of them are not, not that good. Great. So I've yeah, yeah. never. It takes them a while to dial it in. Yeah. I'm picky with seltzer. I will. I like high noon, which technically isn't a seltzer. 
It's, oh, a, really? yeah, it's a vodka base uh, oh, RTD. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, which is why it's so much more expensive. Yeah. Kind of like uh, what's the other f- Fisher's uh, Fisher Island? Fisher's Island. There, she's she's wonderful. Is that um, the lemonade thing? Yes, it's like ah, whiskey lemonade. Nine They're percent. so yeah. strong though. So you have like two. Like oh, yeah. we have a boat, so like I'll have like two on the boat, and I'm like, oh lemonade, love lemonade, and then boom. The, the second yeah. one, I'm yeah. like, like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like, whoa, don't let me. Well, I don't go in the water because of sharks, but Smart. don't let me in the float. That's just good sense. It's just good sense. I know. Yeah. Um, sorry, keep going about your <laughs> They make they make a really good. Uh, like a, I guess it's a seltzer. Mm. Or no, it would be a vodka based. I'm sure. Um, it's called like Fisher's Island Fizz or something. Ooh. So that's lighter and that it's carbonated. Great. And it's, yeah, it's very it's good. Not gonna have oh. me on my no. And- but a lot of them. It, so it takes truly one day. And mm. truly's Boston beer, same Adams. Yep. I'm assuming you guys know that. Um, it takes them one day to make a batch. And I'm like, wow. holy cow, how do you do that? That's you know? crazy. It's and a lot of them are super carbonated. So for me, I don't like the excess carbonation. Mm. So we knocked ours probably like 50 to 60% of what you'd get from a white claw. Okay. And there's nothing artificial in it. Yeah. So I think that has helped, it, you know, improve the Push, flavor yeah, profile. Totally. Um, and maybe it, it's so carbonated because I don't know this, but I've had like, I've had a Truly before. I've had like a white claw before and they're fine, whatever. But like maybe it's so carbonated to get, to distract you from like the... The yeah. taste of like the what's it what you just said you have like natural ingredients like the non naturally yeah. sort of like tastes like static yeah 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 yeah, 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 and yeah. I I believe I could be wrong about this but I believe carbonation um, does kick up flavor yeah. so like the more carbonated something is the more pronounced flavor notes are going to be in it so yeah. for people that aren't big drinkers or that like just like something to taste fruity or what have you like that added carbonation makes that flavor stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that makes sense. Yeah. I know it gets you drunk quicker. That's true. Does yeah. it? I learned that the in my tips class. Does? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. shit. That, that beer before liquor thing, you know, yeah. and oh it's my actually, God. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Car- that. Carbonation, uh, in like increases the speed at which alcohol gets into the bloodstream. Yes. Something. Yeah. It's like a slide on the tips yeah. class. So yeah. like a vodka yeah. soda is like, uh, yes, it'll get you drunker than a vodka water. Yeah. Very nice. Well, we like vodka sodas. Anyway, sorry. We gone, we've gone on 18 tangents since you started talking about this so 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 this stuff too to talk about the experimental phase of everything um first of all no one in the world has drank more of these than me than you and and, and no one will ever catch me right now yes (laughs) yeah yeah, because i was drinking them for like two years yeah before they were released because we do we got like a ton of blank cans Mm. and they just make a batch and you want to flavor it you said you wanted to make sure i pass it around to my friends yeah for my bachelor party my aforementioned bachelor party on the, the craft beer uh, pilgrimage uh, to, to Vermont. It was awesome. So cute. Um, we stopped at Treehouse. We spent like $600 on just, you know, the best IPAs yep. you, know, you could buy yeah. at the time before ours came out, of course. Of course. Um, it, I also brought like a case or two of Drift. Yep. And it was like, you know, three or four beer salesmen on the bus and like just, you know, a bunch of you know, good, pe- good, Friends, good guys. Yeah. yeah. But beer lovers. Beer lovers. The drift was gone by the time we hit the Vermont border. That's like, so we, funny. We drank it before the treehouse. And I'm wow. like, holy shit, man. We're on to something Because it's here. good. Yeah, working get, out. Put a label on it. Give Let's it to me to it. sell. Oh, my God. You know? I love yeah, that. Yeah. And so right now, it's uh, it's a cucumber lime. Yeah. And on tap, I was seeing you have another flavor of of, um, of the drift. Yes. Guava or maybe I think passion it's passion fruit, fruit guava, guava that's on tap now. Mm, that yeah. Very good. yeah. And with something like that, it, do you use that almost as an experimental? Like, do people love that flavor? Is Basically, it coming out yeah. what we like? So someday maybe it'll be in a can for people. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not positive what we're gonna do for the next flavor. Mm. Um, we we do a really good blueberry lemonade that oh. I get asked about all the time. Oh. 
all that the time. So it was good. on tap at Blue this summer. They had like an exclusive line oh with my it, God. just because it's blue on the water. You Blueberry. Um, so that is a likely candidate. Mm. Uh, the passion fruit guava. I have never. I can't remember having it out of the can. Mm. Um, I prefer seltzers out of the can. Do you do? Because, okay. Yeah. Then and out of a draft. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the reason being they are kind of carbonated, yeah. so you get like the bubbles kind of hitting your nose mm, when you totally. when you take the first sip. Yep. But additionally, like you want to preserve the carbonation, the carbon, yeah. what because it is a little bit less mm. still than a regular seltzer. Mm -hmm. But when you pour it into a glass, you're losing you're a losing lot. It. It's because yeah. it's hitting you in the nose. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of just preserves the. I think mm. personal preference preserves the way it's supposed to taste better throughout the the entire drink. Yeah, yeah. you want it to be good from start to finish. I do, and I, I, I mean, do. I I've had seltzers like a drift or. Um, Narragansett has one on draft and I do, do love they? that. I didn't know that yeah. They do. Yeah. And they, they switch out the flavors like pretty frequently. Like I think over the summer they had like a watermelon one and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, the seltzer one, I've, I've had it in the can. I've never had it on draft. Um, but it is, again, it's fun to go somewhere and be able to order something at the bar. It's cool. You know, it's, you know, to talk about it from a psychological sales standpoint, when someone goes to your brewery, mm. right. And then they buy a hat or they buy a beer or they, mm. you know, have a great time. Yeah. They feel an inherent connection, connection. to your brand mm -hmm. uh -huh. and they're infinitely more likely to go up like, Oh yeah, I tried this. Like say when you saw, if you see the passion fruit guava on a shelf yeah. up in, uh, Cumberland yeah. next summer, you're going to be like, oh my God, I have to buy that. Oh yeah, you know? I'm going to buy it. So that's something that I'm very cognizant yeah. of and it, it totally. is important, I think. And that is, so a, I think basically what you're saying, but uh, when it's on tap, so say it's the passion for guava one and you go there a bunch and it's been on tap, it's been on tap, it's been on tap. Yeah. It hasn't been in a can. Yeah. The second you see it come out in a can, you're like, <gasps> boom. They finally put it in I a can. I can bring it home Let's now. go. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, the it's, best. Incredible. it's fun because that's exactly what happened with Rise in the summer of 2017. Mm. Yeah, I had worked really hard all winter and had like a lot of draft lines. Yeah. You know, the first like nine to 12 months. And, uh, we released the, we never had it packaged. Mm. Nothing, it couldn't get it. So we were working so hard on designing the can and making mm -hmm. it perfect. But in the meantime, it was starting to catch on on draft. Mm. So people were having it all over. People were familiar with it. People loved it because it's awesome. Uh, and then when we released those cans, it was like a wild fire. <laughs> like incredible. talk about production constraints. That first year, I, oh I didn't really touch on that. But yeah. it was like, I think it was like, probably October, November by the time we were able to catch up. Oh my God. And then December so hit. Crazy. Yeah. It was, it was wild. It was like we'd drop 400 cases and they would just be gone in a day mm -hmm. and then drop them more when they gone in a day. Um, I got yelled at a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like, okay, if you go to a specific restaurant and there's like one thing that you love there and you get yeah. there, me, a Caesar salad. If I go to come on house pizza and I get their Caesar salad, I'm obsessed with it. What's the best one I in Rhode it. Island? <sighs> I know. I love doing this. I think this is going to be a controversial. She did it to me earlier. Yeah, it's true. This is going to be controversial, but my favorite Caesar salad is from Hope Street Pizza on Hope Street. Hey, that it, guy is the absolute best. Saki, yeah, they have. You, yeah, Whalers is love, at Hope Street Pizza. I love Saki. Yes, he's yeah. incredible. Yeah, so we have a drink every time I go in. Yeah. He's an. I mean, and the whole team there is amazing. And you, it's just you told me if I was tall like you, I would rule the world. Yeah. What oh is the God. matter with you? I yeah. know. I know. Saki's incredible. And Hope Street Pizza is I, we always we go there a lot with a group of friends and we always say that it's like kind of like a hidden gem because mm. a lot of times yeah. pizza places, you get good pizza there and that's really it. Mm. Hope Street Pizza has like everything they have is fire, everything. Mm -hmm. But their Caesar salad is my favorite. Mm. It I will say it is sometimes you have to ask for them to chill on the dressing. They like overdress it. Mm -hmm. Um. 
but the dressing is so good that sometimes I'm like, I'm in the mood for an overdressed Caesar salad. <laughs> but yeah. Hopsi Pizza is my favorite. It's like I will frosting. Say. Yeah. It's like frosting. <laughs> yeah, There's right. like, sometimes you like kind of like, I have to try it, it now. You ha- oh, I my have God. To, that's why I ask because I'm a fan. It's, okay. And you are at, on Hope Street sometimes. So you, oh, often. Yeah. Next time you go, yeah. get that. I'm and going then, to. Yeah. And their, their French fries are great. And also, I mean, honestly, everything's great. They have a Mediterranean platter there that's like hummus, baba ganoush, like this feta thing. Like how a pizza place having this like Mediterranean platter, like what the heck? Like that's crazy. I, I would never have guessed that. And no. it's so good. I've actually never eaten there. What? Hope Saki doesn't listen to this, Saki. I'm sorry. That's all right. You've drank there. I have drank there. That's almost yes. more important. Yes, yes, The yes. bar scene there is incredible. Whenever my husband and I live like right in that area, so we'll drive by and we'll look at Hope Street Pizza. We're like, it's popping tonight. Yeah. Like we got to go stop and get a drink. They go through a shocking amount of beer. And I, and I, I'm not shocked now because I've seen it for, yeah. for years, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. it's it's crazy. It's like, so it's busy It's a very there. high volume bar. And yeah. everyone, I, I would say like, I would say like 60% are locals and yeah. are regulars. Yeah. Because we go in, My I think Brian went in every day last week to watch the World Cup because they're like the only place around us that like always has the yeah. World Cup on. So he would go and the next day he would go and then I would go like for dinner. We would go for dinner the next night. And they were like, hey, you were here two days ago. And he was like, yes. yeah, I was. I was. But <laughs> yes, you I think was. about it, like if they're playing the World Cup at this like small pizza place on Hope Street, selling your beers, selling, you know what I'm saying? Like that's incredible. Those are the type of places you want to be. Though, if, uh, if the bartender said that he was there the other day and yeah. you weren't with him. That bartender's screwing up, man. No, it's their friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an unwritten you, rule there. Don't bring that no. up. Yeah, no. Oh, hey, I haven't seen you two in a while. <laughs> no, no, we're all friends. Listen, if you're at Hope Street Pizza with my husband and you're not me, I will kill you. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm totally no but Hope Street Pizza is my favorite Caesar salad. Um, my dad, growing up, is well, he is a chef, but um, he worked at an Italian restaurant and he did like homemade Caesar salad dressing. Oh, that awesome. was like my all-time favorite. And I haven't really been able to find something that's like similar to what he did, except I will say Basta in Patuxa Village. Yes. Is Basta's very, great. Is yeah, very similar. It's a great restaurant. So Basta for like a little bit of a higher end Caesar mm-hmm. salad. Hope Street Pizza for a more casual like run in Caesar All right, salad. I fully. But there's more. I have. I got to I, I do it. Pulls based, out a notepad. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I do it based off of the emojis. Like, you know, there's a fish emoji. Um, a garlic emoji and a lemon emoji, uh-huh. and those are the three most important pillars of a Caesar salad. Okay, they should all be balanced. It should be equal parts lemon, fish, garlic. I'm learning so much. I know. Listen, you're this the beer cool. expert. This I'm the cool. Caesar salad. There you go. Um, but so like, anytime someone's like, "Oh, I've like my friend Laura will text me and be like, oh, I had this like great Caesar salad at like Otra in Providence, like a, a newish restaurant,' and I'm like, what's the emoji rating? Like yeah. equal to all? Is it like three garlics, two fish, one lemon? Oh, I see. It needs to be equal. Oh, that's gotcha. The, that's the sweet. So is it like a ratio? Spot. Is it like the, the an actual rating for it's each? In my brain, okay. it's an actual rating. Okay. And they should be they should be relatively. <laughs> it is equal. a ratio, but okay. also a rating. <laughs> but also, it's both. Apparently, it works it's both all, ways. It's all things. I get it. It's all things. You know what I'm saying? Just get it. It I just makes it. sense. Yeah. It just makes sense. And also. Another another tip for someone who loves Caesar salads is the best dip for it's French turned fries. Turned into a Caesar salad podcast. <laughs> I know. I always say that I want to start a, a Caesar no, salad. No sneaky um, good uh, French fry dip is blue cheese dressing. No, is Caesar salad dressing, Nick? Never. We used to uh, never would have done it. Worked in a restaurant. Blue Everybody cheese. does random stuff. Same thing. Um, cellos or uh, or like blue has uh, honey mustard. Oh hell Buffalo yeah. Buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken tenders yeah. instead of ranch or blue cheese, the honey mustard. Oh, with buffalo with the, their buffalo tenders. Next time you're at Blue, do buffalo tenders and ask for the honey. Oh, well, mustard. Do you I have can't a favorite food? To be a blue. What's your favorite food? Um, 
So like, are we talking like lunch food? Or are we talking like any like what's the food that you would like? I mean, I'm a steak guy. You're a steak I guy. What steak. kind of steak? Yeah, like high end steakhouse steak. Really like dry aged. Oh my god. New York bone in. Do you ever make them at home? Uh, no, I can't cook steak. I can cook okay. I do not because I like to eat steak that out. is yeah out, but it's more. It costs more than I would trust myself to prepare. Totally, right? I see that hundred uh, percent. I'm not good enough at cooking. Yeah. For to, to trust yourself to, to be relative to the quality of meat that I enjoy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see that. So I'll, I don't mind going out once in a while so and, like and a nice paying steak. up for, of course. for a good steak. And, I lo- yeah. and it makes it more special when you go out. Yes. You know you're going to get the steak. Yeah. You're like, oh, Just roll out of there. It's awesome. I love that. Buffalo like, wings are like my go-to wings? lunch. Also, like so. I think it's crazy that you think that blue cheese is a hidden fry dip. Any Caesar, yeah, any <laughs> any salad dressing is a good fry dip. But also the people at Chops, there's one. Yeah, but how often do you pull out chunky blue cheese and be like, I should dip my French all the fries time. in this? Literally, I'm so there, wow. A friend of mine you just broke my brain. A friend of mine and I are we like dip everything in anything. So we like if I have a piece of pizza, it needs to be dipped in something. Yeah. Um, if I have a French yeah, fry, yeah, but it needs like to be if when people something. think of a French fry, they're like, oh, ketchup. Nah. Or oh, ketchup? like there's a standard yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, the if you're a Rhode Islander, there's Ketchup and there's malt vinegar and those are French fries. Ketchup things. is basic. Vinegar's so underrated. Vinegar, I do love vinegar. I think salt and vinegar chips is oh, like my fave. But I love vinegar. Yeah. Um, also, the the lady at Cumberland House Pizza, like back when I, we used to, my husband and I were like more frequently in Cumberland. Selena? I think it's Selena. Yeah, Australian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Um, She and my mom actually used to work there like no years way. and That's years cool. and years ago. Yeah. But anyway, so I w- every time I'd call, I would say like, can I have curly fries with a side of Caesar dressing? And they'd always be like, why? What? <laughs> and I'm like, trust me. And then yeah. one time, Selena was like, why? And I was like, Selena, just do it. And she did it. And she was like, oh, shit, it's good. And I was like, I know. They thought it was a prank call. Yeah. They thought it wasn't. And I'm like, no, I need more Caesar salad. Like, Damn it, it's her again. It's, don't, just she hang keeps up. doing this. Um, we go on so many tangents. Um, but really quick before we let you go, obviously, you're a busy person and you know there's it's a crazy time right now like before christmas and yeah it is actually uh december is one of our biggest months and we so we scored an like we scored time with you that's pretty cool oh this is fun this this is fun it's It's fun uh, right had to be up here so um it worked out perfectly yes i know i love that awesome but is there anything you know in the next year 2023 is right around the corner for you personally Hmm. for whalers that you're looking forward to or that you have goals for anything like that just to kind of wrap up this combo with a cute bow um, it's always onwards and upwards. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, there's all, every single season brings new challenges, Yeah. you know, and there's always room to grow. There's mm-hmm. still runway left, especially in Connecticut and Massachusetts mm. for rise. And then getting this IPA muse out there love it, is going to be kind of like a, a project of mm. mine over the next three to four months. Yep. It will never be in as many bars as Rise, probably. Yeah. But who knows? You know, I, I'm gonna hopefully when you next time you walk into a bar, you'll see two tap handles two instead wh- of one. Two Craigs. Um. Yeah. Two Craigs. <laughs> we loved it. We We're want all the Craigs. The whales actually yeah. claim us at some point. And then we'll get um, hopefully another seltzer flavor. You know, hopefully ah, you see that yeah. passion for guava, or blueberry lemonade out there on the shelves this spring. Love Can't guarantee that. that. Yeah. Um. But when that happens, you know, that'll be another you know point of emphasis for yep. me in Rhode Island, and then continuing to. You know, hire and kind of train my sales reps mm. um, out of state um, and work with them to, to grow the brand, not yep. just in Rhode Island. Mm, I love that. Awesome. And I think I feel like the world is your oyster. 
<laughs> I feel yeah. like, you know, I feel like it's, I feel like you're taking over. Um, I feel really lucky that we get to have this combo with you. We're trying. Well, I'm, I'm honestly really happy to be here. This is really fun. so yeah, fun. Yeah. And uh, just as we're wrapping up, I always do this at the end here. Um, the tap room, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong on this, uh, locations 1174 Kingstown Road in South Kingston, Rhode Island. Yes. Ooh. If you want to swing down, check out the tap room. It's do a it. great area. The tap room's incredible. We have, uh, like we brought up earlier, uh, it's looking to be in secret, June. Secret we'll party. be doing a party. Uh, kind of stay tuned for um, more on that over the next couple of months also uh, if you need to get any information whalers.com w-h-a-l-e-r-s.com the instagram is whalers brewing and their facebook is whalers brewing company um Look so it up, any questions anything cool. you need to find out nailed it, it out. yeah nailed it people ask me the hours but they they change slightly every yeah, day so yeah, i'm like yeah. hey they, we have a really great website just yeah, exactly. website. It's, it's six days a week I your know that. website is actually yeah. really smart because when you click on your website because i know because i looked up yesterday and i looked up today it highlights the day of the week it is so it tells you like what day yeah, like right the hours now, are. Friday is in blue, which I think is like is so smart. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. smart. I because can't say I noticed that. I, <laughs> I did because I'm a customer. So when I look, I'm like, yeah, oh, you don't when need are to. they? Just go yeah, I just do there. use it as a customer because there is a find your fi- find our that. beer. That's so smart. So if Very I'm smart. driving through Massachusetts on my yeah. way to like a ski trip or something, like. I'll literally be like, all right, what it is close to the highway yep. has whalers can that we can go for dinner. It's a thing to open though because it's just a blob of red when you first <laughs> I know, you gotta, you gotta zoom. <laughs> There's so, it, there is, you're in that it's many locations. Red. Yeah. It's a good thing. To That's have. really good. Yeah. When I'm looking at it right now, there's some spaces here and there, but like it's a lot of red. That's great. You're you freaking killing well it. Well distributed. We yeah. love that. Snaps for you all. Yeah. Um, and give the team our love. Give Turtle our love. Turtle. Turtle. Yeah. He's so cute. I'll we love it, I'll Turtle. I'll make him listen to this. Yes, please do. Um, yeah. Play it at Whalers very loud so everyone can hear our voices. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so great. Um, I'm so looking forward to doing more stuff with Whalers and especially in the summer going down and like enjoying. Yeah, maybe we'll try to do like a, a see if we can get some other guys involved or something. We'll try to do a live podcast. At, at oh, Whalers. shoot. Yeah, we did that. We had WEI down there oh in the spring. Oh my God, yeah. we could do a live. We could totally do that. Maybe we could yeah. finally use my... Uh, my my trailer your traveling trailer to for, do podcasts in <gasps> that, do that just sounds fun greg would yeah. you come on the show again I, of course i would if we did that greg would be the first second time guest whoa that would be crazy yeah. can we do that i know yeah. i know I, it very much is <laughs> um but we love you we love whalers and we're so excited i can't wait to well, drink. thank you guys honestly both so much for the enthusiasm about the beer thanks. and for having me on thanks nick i'm gonna yes, get absolutely. drunk after this so don't I, expect I me like to it. else. it's it's almost two <laughs> o'clock on a friday <laughs> You're entitled to it. <laughs> Love that. Drink All right, it. everybody, Drink grab your, yourself some whalers. Your Love uh, you. Check out the tap room. Hop online. Answer any of your questions. Oh, and- yeah. Oh, I was going to say, this episode is going to come out before Christmas. So happy Christmas and happy holidays. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas, bro. Bye. <laughs>